0: Episode 2, The Sacral Chakra and Our Abundance and Prosperity. Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock, and welcome to part two of my three part mini series, which is focusing on the three chakras or energy centers in the bottom half of our body. As I said last week, we connect with the physical world around us through our lower three chakras, and so these are the ones that are very important for experiencing more abundance, prosperity, or success in our lives. We connect the energy field through our energy centers and the severed chakras that run from the base of the spine to the top of our head are key parts of this, including the heart chakra, which I talk about a lot because we connect the energy field through the high vibrational feelings of our heart. We're continually interacting and upgrading our bodies from the energy around us and the higher vibrational energies that live in the energy fields are the most beneficial to us in this life. The more we can let the higher vibrational energies flow through our body, bringing consciousness with it, the more we can receive beneficial upgrades, transmissions and activations. So as you can imagine, if the energy is not flowing through our body properly, or not flowing through our energy meridians properly, then we are not experiencing the benefits of the higher vibrational energies. If we have blockages or stagnation and the energy is not able to flow through our main energy centres or energy meridians in our body, then this also means that the higher vibrational energies and consciousness can't flow in either. So last week we talked a lot about ancestral trauma and how it can affect your abundance and prosperity. And this week we're going to look at the second energy centre and how blockages here can affect your life and abundance too. The reality is that any blockages or stagnation in any of these seven main chakras can affect your success, abundance, prosperity in this life. But I'm focusing on the first three because these are the ones that connect to and affect the physical reality or world that we live in. The upper chakras affect our connection to source energy and hinder us in a different way. So in the way that the first chakra, the first energy center, links to ancestral trauma. The second energy center, or chakra, is the one that is affected more by our childhood and the traumas that we experience in our childhood. Because we all perceive reality differently, even if you had a good childhood, you can still be affected or traumatized by certain things that happened. Obviously, if you had an abusive childhood, then this can affect you even more and this is possibly a sign to you that maybe you have blockages or stagnation in this area. So first, let's figure out where this sacral chakra is. If you start by placing your index finger on the belly button, and then feel down four fingers, and around here is your sacral chakra. If you press slightly in this area, you can actually feel it. It's the part of your body where it feels most comfortable to press, This may even be five fingers down, if you've got small fingers. Mine feels more like five fingers rather than four. So now we know where it's located, how can we tell if the sacral chakra is unbalanced or blocked? Well, apart from having an apparent lack of happiness or joy in your life, or maybe you can't feel your emotions or your feelings in the way that other people can, I would say that one of the easiest ways to tell is if you're always feeling dissatisfied with your life. Nothing is ever enough. You can't seem to fill up your metaphysical cup, if you like. If you're always looking to the next bright, shiny thing, then it may be that working on your second energy centre will help you to feel more satisfied and more joyful, happier in your life. An imbalance can also be depression an inability to recognize what you are feeling or connect fully with your emotions. Physical issues could be, again, lower back pain, like the first chakra, kidney issues, PMT, fear, anxiety, or poor boundary setting. In reality, it's probably taken me around two years to start releasing blockages and stagnation in my energy centers. And this is because I was so much in the mind. I worked with shamans to release mine and one of the things that I remember is that when we were working on the second energy centre, I really felt a great release of energy. I remember the next day when I woke up, I just had so much more energy and I didn't have that exhausted feeling which I had had for so long in my own business. And when I think back to my own childhood, I can see that my parents worked really hard to give us a wonderful childhood. But back in the 70s, my mother's doctor told her not to give us too much love in case we got spoiled. So I think I had this inherent sort of feeling that my parents didn't love me. And of course, with children, they often fill in the blanks and assume the worst, because I can see this with my own children as well. And we tell them that we love them 150 times a day. It's just that these blockages can be so deep-rooted, and they go back to our childhood, which is a long time ago, and we have to go back through layers and layers to get back to that in our subconscious mind. I think one of the hardest things for us to understand is that there are things in our subconscious mind that we just are not aware of, we have no conscious understanding of at all. And this is why so many of us are in denial of how the subconscious mind can be holding us back or tripping us up through self-sabotage. How can it affect our abundance and prosperity in our life? So the second chakra is our area of creation. And it's not only the place where we create babies, it's also the place where we manifest from. And many of us have problems manifesting It's also linked to our creativity. But creativity is not just drawing, painting, arts and crafts. Creativity is manifestation. So, you know, we are are human creators. It is that we have a fundamental need to express ourselves and create. And if you're an entrepreneur, you will probably feel this a lot in your life. And this all stems from this second energy center, So if you're really not living the life that you want or you're really not achieving what you want in your business, then you certainly could have blockages or stagnation in this energy center which is stopping you or blocking you from being able to manifest. There are actually many reasons why we're not able to manifest properly, but if the other physical or emotional signs of a blocked second chakra resonate with you, this may be worth looking into for you. So how can we work on releasing blockages and stagnation in our sacral chakra? Well, same as last week, so journaling and asking yourself pertinent questions such as when you do things for others, is it from a genuine place of love or a place of pleasing others? How often are you doing things that you really enjoy? This was a really big one for me because I really wasn't enjoying my business and I couldn't figure out why. When I started to work on unblocking my energy centers, in a sense, I, start, I felt that I was managing my energy incorrectly. So my energy was flowing through my mind too much. And when, we, when we, we overthink, we overplan, we're overdoing, everything is too much through the mind, this actually burns us out because it's the wrong flow of energy. We, we need to flow through the heart. So when I started running my business from my heart, so leading from the heart, developing this real trust that my heart and my higher mind are guiding me and understand where I need to be going or where I want to be going in this, in this life, this really changed my energy inside. And of course, when we lead from the heart, when, we, when our energy flows through the heart, it's replenishing us. I was just way too much in my own head. And of course, that's 20 years of working in business. I firmly believe that we should be using our mind and heart together. And in fact, on a subconscious level, our mind and our heart are already working together because our heart sends many more messages to the mind than the mind sends to the heart. But I think if we don't have awareness of that, then we're not consciously able to understand that. For me, creating the awareness around flowing through the heart, allowing my life to run through my heart, has changed everything, probably because I had to open my heart chakra in order to be able to do that, and I also had to work a lot on my self-love, because if you're not loving yourself, then your energy can't flow through your body and out into the world around you. The lack of self-love will block the, the flow of energy. Just as we talked about last week with the ancestral trauma, if there are ancestral beliefs there that are not serving us well, then that will block the flow of energy. And it's the same with the heart. If, you, if you're not able to love yourself, if you have feelings of unworthiness, then it, you, know, you won't be able to have this self-love frequency flowing through your heart, through your energy centers and out into the world around you. And that's what I mean by leading from the heart. I'm allowing myself to be guided by my heart, guided by my energy. And although my mind definitely gets a say in all of this, I'm not leading from my mind anymore. And that's the difference. And this has had such a knock-on effect on my own business. You know, I feel much, much happier in my own business now. I feel able to do things in my way, run things in my way. And I think as an entrepreneur, this is so fundamental I mean, we start our business because we have passion and we want to to do our own thing. We want to have freedom. We want to be able to create as the human creators that we are. We want to be able to express our true thoughts and feelings about things. And these are the reasons why we go into business and why we start our own thing. But then a couple of years down the line, and all this is different, we feel that things aren't working in the way that we want them to. So we start listening to everyone else's opinions, we start to feel the fear, we start to feel the desperation, we start to create expectation in our mind. We lose, we lose the heart, we lose the, the passion, we, we lose the joy behind it. And our energy goes back into the mind again. And often low vibrational energy. And of course the low vibrational energy state, we can't manifest from this state. It needs to be high vibrational. And when we're sitting in this higher vibrational state, everything works better for us because we're now interacting with the energy field through high vibrational energy. This high vibrational energy then upgrades us. We start to perceive reality in a more high vibrational state. And the more we do this, the more we're upgrading our energies and our bodies with the energy field, the higher vibrational energies that reside there the more beliefs and blockages that we have in our energy centers, in our energy field, the more we are sending out frequencies that either we're not aware of or we don't want to be sending out these frequencies. And if you think about the low vibrational frequencies and energies, you know, why are so many of us stuck in this low vibrational sense, these low vibrational energies? Well, it's because we have pre-programming, conditioning, fear, guilt, shame unworthiness all these low vibrational states that's what we're actually sending out into the world around us and then that's what we attract back so the key is is to shift all of our vibration up and the more we work on ourselves the more we release these belief structures the more we release this trapped energy the more we get our energy flowing again and reduce the stagnation and the blockages the more we are then free to interact with the higher vibrational energies of the energy field and upgrade our bodies in the process. But equally, I think it's just as important to to not beat yourself up over this and and to see that this is not you consciously doing anything wrong. This is in your subconscious and you don't even know that it's in there. So... It's very important to, to just dive down deep into the subconscious to understand all of this programming, all of this conditioning, all of this low vibrational frequencies that we're, that we're broadcasting without knowing it. And we can do this through journaling, through meditating. And you know, um, journaling after meditating works amazingly well because you meditate to get your mind and heart, your mind and body coherent again. And then afterwards, you then journal and start asking yourself these sorts of questions. Asking yourself, why do I not feel genuine joy in my life or business? Or what's stopping me from moving forward in my business? What's stopping me from truly enjoying my business? What has changed in my business? If you're new to all of this, then journaling is the best place to start because your your hand, when you write with your hand, it's actually linked to your subconscious mind. And so you get this information flowing out much more easily. But when you, the more that you start to meditate, the more you start to work on your energy and expand your energy out of your body, the more you will just be able to have this constant dialogue with, with yourself, with your higher mind, and the more you just be able to just ask yourself questions, feel into the answer and feel whether that's truth or you tripping yourself up and self-sabotaging. So it gets easier it gets much much easier, easier. and I think you know creating this awareness of this this auric feel, this build around your body, the more awareness you have of it it's it's full of information about you and all this information you have access to, but we need to access it through the subconscious mind and make it more conscious. When I first started doing this, I was quite surprised to understand how how many answers I got back revolved around fear. Once I knew what it was, once I knew what the fear was, then I could start working on the fear. And again, it takes time because we need to rewire the subconscious mind But on a conscious level, it's understanding that fear is an illusion, and it it actually only exists inside our mind. So we can consciously try and step beyond fear, push ourselves through fear, that, that expression, feel the fear and do it anyway. We can consciously try and do that. And then we can subconsciously just start to journal more and more and understand where is the fear coming from? Is it ancestral? Is it ancestral trauma? Is it from your childhood? Is it something that's happened from in the past 10, 20 years in your life. When I did journaling on this, I began to understand that I didn't actually have fear when I was a teenager. This is something which started for me when I went into the corporate world. And I was busy, you know, trying to people please and, you know, and keep my job and, and be promoted and all those sorts of things that we're all trying to do. And not understanding how I'm supposed to do this and what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be acting and then you start, to, you start to morph, you start to change yourself, you start to morph into something that you're not, you know, and understanding the fears around this really allowed me to open up my journaling, you know, and I got really deep inside there to understand what had I done, why, you know, why had I done this, and it really allowed me to release a lot of this fear that I had built up. And of course, this had a knock-on effect on me speaking my truth as well because I wasn't able to be my authentic self and speak my truth in that way because I had morphed so much into something completely different that I wasn't myself anymore. And all of this all came from understanding that it was fear and then journaling into the fear. Where does the fear come from? Why why is it there? What point did it start in my life? What happened in my life for it to start then? And although you won't get the answers straight away, you know, this is not something which just takes you 24 hours to do. It's something which you have to do over a certain time frame. And as I said, you know, these sorts of things, I think they'll take at least three months. But I've been working on my own energy for the past two years, and some of these things have have taken longer. But just know that Start journaling, and honestly, even within two days, you will feel better. You will feel more confident. You'll feel more clear. You'll have more understanding about yourself. And within seven days, you'll feel a significant difference. So it's a really good habit to introduce journaling into your day, every night, every morning, however however you want to do it. Just know that whatever you do will make a difference. So other things that we can do are to do yoga positions that work on the sacral chakra and eat orange food because orange is the color that links to the sacral chakra. So foods like butternut squash, carrots, oranges. We can do energy healing and energy clearing to heal the second chakra as well and all all the chakras in fact. The more we run our energy through our body, the better we're going to feel because it's going to start releasing some stagnation If we have deeper blockages there, then we can become aware of these and work on them. But for now, just running your energy daily is really going to help you to get more connected with your energy, get more connected with your auric field, to start to feel your energy, to feel that expansion, that expanded energy around you. And as I said last week, I have a free meditation, which I'll put the link in the notes, and you can download that. It's only 15 minutes long, and you can listen to that every day. And it just allows you to run energy through your chakras and your auric fields. Okay, so I think I'm going to finish up there for this week. Um, keep it short and sweet as usual, because I know that we're all busy. And I just want to end by saying, if you have any questions or you want to reach out to me, you can on social media. I'm on at Ruth Elizabeth Hancock. And my website as well, my new website is ruthelizabethhancock.com. And that's Elizabeth spelt with an S, not a Z. And if you're living in Dubai, then you can come and join one of our in-person workshops, which we're running every month. I'm doing this with Kim, a local artist. And she'll be teaching art therapy practices to calm and relax your mind. And I'll be running guided meditations to help us really get inside, connect with our higher self, connect with more information, and start accessing more of this wisdom that's inside your subconscious mind. For more details, just check on my Instagram or Facebook pages and you can see the schedule for the next six months listed there. And I'll add all the links in the notes as well. Next week in the final part of our three-part mini-series, we're going to be looking at the solar plexus chakra, which is the third energy center and is related to career, confidence, motivation, and a sense of purpose and meaning as well. So have a good week, and I look forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.